Good morning, everybody. Lee Brower here, and welcome to this week's edition of Meaningful Monday. I am grateful to be here, and I am glad to be here. And where is here? I'm actually in uh, Los Angeles area, Santa Monica, California, on the beach, and uh, flew in from Toronto. The temperature was single digit when I left Toronto, low single digits. And when uh, to, today, uh, yesterday, the temperature got up to about 80. Uh, here in Santa Monica. And so it's been a beautiful weekend and I was fortunate to have Lori fly in and meet with me on Saturday and so we got to spend Saturday and Sunday together and uh, we went a great hike that we went on and um, so getting ready for our 7x7x7. Seven by seven by seven. The um, Last night we were fortunate to have dinner with a good friend and it reminded me, I mean some things that we just heard in Toronto, the coaches of uh, Strategic Coach that are contracted with Strategic Coach. We get together once a year in Toronto and and uh, have an opportunity to share uh, some of our uh, best practice experiences and to learn. One of the conversations that came up over the last couple of days was centered around the concept of who do we have our best conversations with? So let me ask you, who do you speak to the most? Who do you talk to the most? Um, so I asked this question last night. Uh, um, a good friend of ours uh, from Canada was down and she introduced us to some friends of hers and one of her friends is a former aide to a uh, three-star general and um, very interesting as we talked to him he's no longer in the army and he's hit that point of time where he's really trying to figure out what's next for him and uh, he told me that you know he just has these doubts he has uncertainty he doesn't know where where the next future lies and so Part of that comes with having that bigger future. Uh, a lot of it happens. You have to have that clarity first. You have to know where you're going before you can decide how you're going to get there. Too many times we get focused on how we're going to get somewhere when we haven't really clearly defined where it is that we want to go to. So I asked him that question. I said, who do you have your major conversations with? Who do you do most of your talking to? And he first thought, he said, well, my oldest son, you know, um, and um, he says, we talk, but he said, but well, no, I think about it. Maybe Je this other person who is his girlfriend, the person that uh, he's going with, currently spending time with his significant other, if you will. And uh, so I said, well, that's probably number two and number three. Who is it that you spend most of your time talking to? And he thought about it for a second. He goes, oh, me. That's right. That's right. Isn't that a fact when you really think about it with all of our thoughts, the conversations that we have day in, day out, the majority of all of our conversations are with ourselves. We're constantly talking to ourselves. Now, if we could listen in to our conversations, we would probably hear the most judgmental, cruel, terrible things that are being said, and they're being said to ourselves. Things we'd never say to anybody else. No, you know, the, the negativity, the putting down, the, the, you know, all of the stuff that we do, the doubt that comes through that. So we had a good conversation about that. And he was very contemplative. And we talked about the power of being in gratitude, the power of being able to be positive focused. He says, yeah, let me, he said, let me tell you a story. And he said, uh, this recently happened to me. He said, I, uh, uh, I had one of these house plants and he we had to actually look up the name of a philodendron. And um, so he had a philodendron, you know, those leaves that look like ivy, but they're green and they grow and they almost grow anywhere. And they're, but they're big, they sit in the corner, you know, they just overflower. And he said, I had one in my home and I hadn't paid attention to it. 
And I got looking at it, and it was completely dead. I mean, brown leaves just coming down, falling off of it. And I thought, how sad is that? And so he looked at it, though, and there was one stem that came out and was still green and had these little leaves on it. And he resolved right then and there that that philodendron was going to get saved. So how did he do it? He first researched what does it need. It needs nutrients. So he got the right nutrients for it. It needs water. He got the right water for it. And so he had the nutrients in the water. But the one thing that it needed most was love. And so he started talking to this philodendron. And he, would, he said he became over-the-top obsessive with talking to it and how great it looked and how you look so good today. You're so strong. You're so vibrant. You're beautiful. I love you. I just love what you're doing. And he said, I would be over the top talking about how much he loved what you were doing and how proud he was of it. And he said, he says, I went through that whole thing and pretty soon it started blossoming. And another one, he says, now this thing is just a beautiful giant flower. I got it up there and he says, I'm so proud of it. And I said, isn't that interesting? He says, well, it just shows you the power of positivity. So what you're telling me is that you invested more time and you were a better conversationalist. You were a better motivator to that plant than you were to yourself. Wow. And that really, you could tell immediately the impact that it had. And I thought about myself. And I look at the tasks that we have, the opportunities that we have, and how much do I cripple myself by having bad conversations with myself. Of all the people on earth, the one that I talk to the most, and the one that I have the most control over because I can craft, I can design what I'm going to say or what I'm going to do. And so I resolved right then and there. And we had this conversation, and I thought... Dan Sullivan did a masterful job of saying, you know, he decided that he's going to have the best conversations that he has with anybody. Why should he have a bad conversation with himself? Who does he love more? Who does he care about? You know, if you care about yourself, it automatically allows you, gives you permission to care more for others than you do for yourself. But you first have to care enormously for yourself to make how you care for others meaningful. Think about it. If I care for myself like this much, and we know that in life that our ambition is to really care for others as much or more than ourselves, well, the higher the level that we care for ourselves, the greater the level that we can care about others as well. So the philodendron or the stem, whatever you want to call the story, think about that story. When I talk about next time or when I mention in the future, do you remember the philodendron? The one vine, the one vine that was driving the stem then you now have a story that you can nourish, that you can, that you can share, that you can put a handle on it and you can share with other people. So look for those stems this week. Look for those areas in your life that need nourishment, whether it's the conversation with yourself or other people. We have within us the power to make a difference. We have within us the power to acknowledge and to be able to express words of conversation and support and truly be interested in others. Are we interested in ourselves? enough to have be a good conversationalist, a good motivator, a good coach, a good mentor to ourselves. Have a wonderful, meaningful week. Thank you for spending this time with me, and I welcome and look forward to next week. Bye-bye.